being prepped, right? Because yeah. that's important for marketing. I suggest that you create a batch of songs or content, and then you like have like six at least six months of like planning and like being ahead of the game. So like for me, like I'm a little too far in that because like yeah, thirteen over thirteen songs is a lot, but like the stuff that's coming out after that that I've planned is like very like indie folk and indie indie folk pop. Um, and then oh. yeah, and then after that, it's like I don't know back back to pop, I guess. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Deficit Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Aubrey, and it is our mission today, as usual, to bring you your own sense of stimulation to supply and and fill that deficit of yours through good chats, life hacks, and everything in between. I'm joined today with Christina Kennedy. She's a recording artist, brand new in the industry, uh, self-acclaimed director and writer as well. (laughs) And uh, she joins me now today to talk about some of her music and her artistic ventures and just the life she's been living. So, uh, Christina, yeah. how you doing? We're doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah? Yeah. Why don't I'm you tell excited. us a little bit about yourself? Why don't we start with, like, um, oh. you just got out of high school, didn't you? You graduated a little while ago. You're in yeah. university now, right? Yeah. I So, yeah, I went to school. Um, I actually didn't go to school in Vancouver. I, do you know Salt Spring Island? Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. I spent my anniversary there last year. Really? Yeah, it was great. Small, small island, small town. So I actually graduated from that high school, the one and only high school cool. on the island. Very and cool. And that was like this last, what, like May, June? June. And then, yeah, this summer I went to Europe for by myself. I did like one wow. of those Kentucky trips, if you've ever heard of Kentucky. Like, no. You kind of just solo travel, meet a bunch of people. And oh, then, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And you just go together and you sort of like party cool time yeah, yeah yeah so i did that and then yeah then right after that i flew out to toronto and i'm studying at ryerson or toronto metropolitan university um wow yeah studying creative industries and that's where i'm at right now cool sorry that had cool. nothing to do with about myself but <laughs> well it definitely does yeah. i mean you know salt spring island so did you grow up out there no i grew up in north van and yeah. then my parents have always owned like a cabin over there so we would spend our summers there and like some weekends there and it was yeah kind of like our little getaway place and then in grade 10 when or for me me grade 10 when covid was like an issue a struggle you know wanted to like get a change of scenery i was just like and i didn't love my current school so i was like i really wanted to do something really random and go to the island nice and that's what we did nice yeah. oh yeah. it's a it's beautiful over there. Yeah. I was, when I went out there with my um, with my wife for our anniversary, we stayed at this Airbnb, which was just like a um, uh, like a Romani tra- trailer. Like mm. you know, like, oh, they used a- to go, you know, gypsy's not a good word to use anymore, but it was essentially like a like a just a little tiny blue house trailer thing, and oh. it was in a field of literal daisies. Oh. It was just absolutely beautiful. Do you know where it was? Ah, uh, somewhere close to the west side of the island, I believe. I okay. I, I'm not really sure exactly okay. where, though. I guess you would probably know, though, because there's what, like, We don't probably... really have, like, a west side. We, yeah. like, only go, like, north and south. Like, well, north okay, one of the island, so... south, yeah. I guess closer to the north side of the island. Yeah. I'm pretty that's, sure. That's yeah. where I, well, it's funny, because that's where I, I guess our place is, like, northwest. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Do you get any, any um inspiration for your writing? While you were there for your music? I actually did. I feel like being in such like a secluded, like 
kind of naturey, right? We don't nature-y, have we yeah. don't have tra- yeah naturey. We don't have traffic lights. We don't have a single traffic light on the island, so it's all stop signs. So I don't know, random fact. Um, but yeah, no, being there, like being just like kind of like in the woods, yeah. definitely inspired a lot. It was just like me and my me and my thoughts. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Did you manage to um, like what wh- what about being out in the woods and like nature and stuff like do you have any specific songs that you've out of the ones that you've released so far that none that i've released so far definitely the ones that are upcoming actually so my next release which is called waltz lullaby i haven't actually disclosed that yet but waltz lullaby is coming out january 3rd and that one is very inspired by like that kind of like scenery and just being like in this like far away place because i i I mean it's not that far but it like it's sometimes being sometimes being like on an island where you're just like so like you know far from like the city and stuff like that like definitely yeah is that like escapism definitely it's and it's beautiful over there too right like i i want to go back so bad yeah um so you were on the island from grade 10 till your graduation year, and then you came back to Bank North Van and then out to Toronto after that? Or? Yep. Nice. Yep, exactly. How's Toronto going? Is that like, are you getting into the scene there, like musically and stuff? Yeah, actually, it's been very, very good. Um, yeah, I've done like two shows already, and I've been like out in like networking scenes. I'm nice. actually headlining a show in the new year. So that's really cool. Wow, good for you. Thank you. Wicked. What's the yeah. event called? Do you know where it is? Um, Yeah, Duffy's Tavern. It's like nice. basically just like downtown Toronto. And yeah, I'm working with a promoter, and we're putting on like a university show. Like, And so like the openers are actually like uh, two out of the three of them are at my university, so it's going to be more of like a university showcase, which is going to be dope because cool. that's like honestly the best exposure that you can have yeah. is like f- your age, your crowd, and yeah, just like people that you are with more. What's the creative scene like at the U of T there where you go? Is that the oh, same TMU? one? Yeah, yeah <laughs> TMU, sorry. Yeah. No, all good. Um, It's a really creative school, actually. It's um, U of T is not creative. No, it's very I, I, like, and yeah. kids. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, TMU, yeah, no, there's a lot of like creative programs because we have like the creative school, and in the creative school, there's like what, like I don't know, thirteen different um like programs or like I don't know what do you call them like faculty. No, I guess like the faculty, of the creative. School. I don't even know. I don't know how institutions work. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> you and me both. It's yeah. all good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh. Yeah, no, it's a very creative scene. I feel like everyone's, like, pretty artsy there. And everyone's, like... Nice. Like, I walk down the street and everyone's, like, dressed really, like, artistically. And I'm, like, you are very creative. Fashion. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, yep. fashion. There's a lot... There's, like, a big fashion school, like, in our school. So that's really cool. Awesome. And then the music program is awesome. I'm not in the music program, but, like, what I've heard of it is really good. It's very, like, business-oriented, too, which is key in the mm-hmm. industry. It's Especially like, nowadays. Yeah, yeah. So, so what I like about, like, kind of the creative school that we have at, you know, at TMU is, like, it's very focused on, like, today's, like, I, I would say it's, like, very, like, entrepreneurial mm-hmm. and, like, very, yeah, so very business-focused well, compared kinda... to, like, you know, like, Humber School of Music is, like, theory. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, it's, it's, it's great. You should know theory, but... Theory is good, but it's kind of like... Um, I think it just doesn't take you to heights that no, you want to go in, like, media. It's about the knowledge and not how to profit from the knowledge, right? That's the, yeah. that's the whole theory. Thing. Yeah. It's like, you can... Like, that's why they say, like, jazz musicians <laughs> are the most overqualified bar performers you can find, right? Cause, yeah. Because, like, they go to school for these immensely 
long intensive periods of time to learn like the science and the maths of like all kinds of music yeah but then they don't learn how to like promote themselves and like yeah. you know yeah create like it only brand, goes so right? far but it is yeah. really cool to like talk to someone who knows that it's pretty sick oh yeah yeah like um so what's the what's the biggest takeaway you've had so far as far as um what you've learned for um self-promotion as an artist oh that's a journey that is never ending mm-hmm. and i'm still i'm still very much learning right now um let me repeat the question <laughs> like well, self-promotion um, yeah are there any um tools or methods that the school has uh made you aware of that you weren't aware of prior um to be honest not not really yet i feel like everything that they've been teaching me is just reinforcing like the habits that I'm trying to build, which yeah. is basically just going out into the scene. It's a lot of it is networking. So just like surrounding yourself in environments that you want to push yourself to. Yeah. So like I do a lot of research in my spare time um, about like, you know, like workshop events or free like things that I can just go attend to like meet people. Um, and then push it, like being as active as you can on social media is a big one. And yes. and cold pitching on social media and being like hey if you like this artist you might like my stuff you know like just like stuff like that i mean it is it is a little annoying for the other person but i mean it's kind of necessary because it does i have to say it has presented me some pretty cool opportunities um just by doing that like the the, the annoying the annoying shit so when you're talking cold (laughs) pitching on social media can you uh get into more detail yeah just honestly like like reaching out well there's like let me see there's three different types of people that you kind of reach out to. So there's like, you know, the business exec people, the label people, like um, PR and like the marketing side of stuff. So, you know, you kind of reach out and be like, hey, like this is my stuff. Would love to like see where that goes or and just cater it to like that company and then there's like the collaborations, like other musicians and producers and stuff, which is honestly my favorite because I love creating. That's my thing. So yeah, that's just like, you know, listening to their music and being like, oh, I see how we could be a good fit. And like, you might like my stuff. And then there's, of course, like the listeners, the most important, because without listeners, you would be no or artists would be nowhere, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very true. So yeah. it's just basically, well, first of all, I thank I thank people that listen to my music. And then I also um, for for new listeners, I'll be like, hey, <laughs> hey, and then. You know, you like I I see that you like this artist because you know I looked at like this famous person's following list, yeah. and I stalked them, and then I found you. And I was, <laughs> no, you don't say that. You don't say that. Just you know, you don't say. That. But you're basically you're basically doing that, and you're like, hey, you like this artist, so you might like my stuff if you want to check it out. And a lot of time, they're actually very nice about it. They're oh, not, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's good. They like to share the promotion, right? Like. Yeah. Kind of grow symbiotically or whatever. Yeah. Right. And nice. whoever promotes you, it's really important that you promote them back mm-hmm. and not just take that for yourself. The mutual advancement. Then, it, mm-hmm. It's kind of that's kind of what we're building all this Omnia Theater thing on too. It's like yes. being able to create a community for artists and creative people alike to be able to access each other and grow off of each other's followers and stuff. Right? Yeah. Like no, it's, it's such a great space. It's a great idea. Well, I mean, you, when you think about like how much power these giant studios have and like all that, um, the only way to, it, you know, initiate some sort of change in any inter- industry. Was that your foot? Yeah. It was just, just cr- sounded like ankle. it felt great. Was that good? Can <laughs> you move good, around? It was, yeah. it was a good Wicked. Drug. Nice. 
We should almost just do ASMR chiropractic in the <laughs> studio sometimes. I feel like that would get us more views than anything. Yeah, it would. Yeah. That's um, genius. Just like zoom in real quick. <laughs> well, we could get our. our, uh, our Actually, don't, don't zoom in. We, we that's, don't. We, that's gonna, zoom in on the foot? No. Come on, do it. Do it for all the feet people watching out there. <laughs> Zoom in on the feet. There you go. Even the slippered ones. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where was I going again? We were talking about, oh, yeah. So um, the whole point of like what what we do and stuff is like to try and initiate some change so that these giant predatory labels um, need to eventually like change their structure as well. And like as history has kind of shown, whenever you're taking on entities that have like mass amounts of money and like, you know, that kind of power, then um, it takes a shit ton of people. Yeah. Right? So it takes an empire of a team. Yeah, yeah. So we're, you know, kind of hoping to get that all moving along, and that's kind of why we get wonderful artists like yourself and stuff like that. Thank but um, enough of pumping up the company tires or whatever. No, uh, it's I, great. I want to know. I was, I was listening to your music on the way over here. Um, I think the song's called All Night. Is that the one? Mm-hmm. Lana Del Rey? <laughs> Do you listen to a lot of Lana Del Rey? I actually don't listen no. to a lot of Lana Del Rey. Okay, so I'm getting like That's a huge compliment like, though because yeah. Lana Del Rey is, she's an icon. It had very much like the same sort of like whimsical, sullen and like, and like uh, chill kind of vibes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's like, there's a certain ambience to the beats that you use. Mm-hmm. Do you make your own uh, instrumentals as well? I don't make my own instrumentals. I typically go into the studio and work with the producer. I mean, I have nice. a vision for what I want it to sound like. So yeah. I'll be like, here's what I want it to do, what I want. And I'll lay out the chords and I'll lay out the progression and then be like, oh, I would love like, for example, strings to come in here because like I, yeah. I know like what I want. I don't know how to do it. And then because they know how to, do the magic i feel that they I, not, yeah they obviously would have like some say in the creative input as well which yeah. i think is dope because yeah. like they'll like do something and i'll be like oh yeah 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 do more of that that's and the one yeah. that's the one yeah I, the instrumental in that track was awesome i i am Thank a you. huge sucker for nylon string guitars on yes. anything with a beat it's just like i wish i could play do you play guitar yeah yeah not as much <gasps> as i used to but yeah. i i've since we started doing this omnia theater thing and the incentive was all about uh you know Reinvent like uh what's the word I'm looking for? Reigniting the creative spark in people. So mm. I was like, maybe I should maybe I should start picking up my strings again. So I I, I you did should, you should do a whole podcast episode on your you talk about nylon strings. And oh, nylon <laughs> strings, yeah, yeah. I did actually start when I first started playing guitar, I did learn on classical. So I, I used to wow. uh pick like that. I, did I, you do like RCM? Do you or do you know what that is? RCM, no. Like Royal Conservatory of Music, because oh, you said no. classical, so no, that was I, like my. I, yeah, no, I, I um, it's just my my teacher was originally uh, classically trained, uh, classically trained flamenco guitarist, so she had me starting on that at first, but I just really wanted to get into punk music and death metal, so mm. um, she quickly moved me forward. But it like was one man does. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a plethora of other genres that I've gotten into now, but. Back at that point when I was like 14, 15, like it was like, I just want to play heavy metal. Yeah. Feel so hardcore. Yeah. But nowadays it's like. That's what I find a lot in the industry actually too is like a lot of people, like a lot of musicians that I, I mean, it's really rare to find a, mu- a musician, not a producer, a musician who like likes to play like, you know, styles to just be like, oh, I want to play like pop music. You know, no one really does that. Yeah. Like it's definitely like a lot of the musicians that I work with are like, heavy metal and they love heavy metal and rock and um 
like yeah so it's really interesting because i'll be like pitching like my pop music and be like here's where you could incorporate it yeah if, you know well it's the, it's the technical aspect of it right like the yeah. people who play in those genres are generally like a little more like advanced you have to yeah. be very capable yeah um and so like yeah. especially if you're a professional if you're a professional guitarist if you can't play those genres or if you have a hard time doing it you shouldn't be calling yourself a professional right because mm -hmm. that's like the standard for a lot of people that you might get hired to work with yeah so whole wild thing but yeah I've, I've played guitar for a long time um i just i had a bit of a sabbatical from it for a while going into working and shit mm -hmm. and you know uh but you know retirement phase yeah turned 30 midlife crisis time to pick it up again you know start over start the life over yeah, and yeah, like, yeah you'll go see. bust yeah, in the streets it, yeah right <laughs> someday maybe we'll see i'm hoping to get some jam nights going on in here at some point which yes. would be kind of fun yeah yeah um yeah, so t tell me about your influences though. Like, where did you? Who is the first person you heard, and you're like, I want to, I want to do that. Okay, this is so, because that that question sparks a few answers. Um, I, okay, for my first answer is I've never like had a soul like influence. Like I've always yeah, yeah, been musically a inclined. Plethora of people though that yeah, you've kind of yeah, I'd say so. Um, okay, so when I was. So I did, I grew up doing like RCM and like, um, you know, like classical piano was not good at it. Stopped very soon after. Um, and then self-taught again. Cause I'm like, damn, I actually kind of need this to like yeah. be able to write songs. Piano is important. Piano is important. Um, yeah. And then, you know, around the age of like 11, 12, I started writing my own songs or like just really like, you know, like sad kid stuff. Just, oh yeah. Yeah. Very, very, I don't even know. Were we you all in your feels that. in your little emo phase yeah, my or little whatever? Emo phase. Yeah, every kid goes through it, even though the trend is over. Middle school, like, yeah. uh, yeah, that was some hardship there. But, um, yeah. So someone that inspired me at that time is actually Tate McRae. She's not, she's actually getting a lot. Do you know Tate McRae? No. Okay. She's, a. Uh, She's a pop artist. She's a really successful dancer. And then she posted these YouTube videos and it was like, create with Tate. And she was also like, what, like two years older than me. So I was like, oh, if this like 14 year old girl is just like posting these YouTube videos and like she had like a MIDI and I thought that was really cool. I was like, oh my gosh, a MIDI. Like, wow. what is yeah. that tool? You know, I need one. So then I asked for it for Christmas. Nice. And I was like playing on it. Couldn't really figure it out because I couldn't use a DAW at the time. So it didn't really come to much use. Nice. But, uh, yeah, she inspired me just, like, based on, like, her posting on YouTube and releasing all these, like, um, her her also, like, teenage phase of music. So yeah. that's kind of, like, where it sparked my inspiration to, like, do the same. And then growing up, I feel like, like, stylistically now, it's a mix. I get inspired. Like, I love Billie Eilish. I love, mm. like, like... That, that I guess, All Night also has kind of that vibe, too. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I, I yeah, she's she's a she definitely brought that woman. sound too, right? Like I hadn't heard anything like Billie Eilish until yeah. Billie Eilish came out. I like, think that's why she's so inspiring to me is just because like you've just never like, yeah. there's no it's Billie Eilish. She's just like one of a kind, yeah. you know. It was like sad girl pop meets hip hop meets like yeah. Like just yep. a whole yeah, it was really interesting. I think I just love like her vulnerability in a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So like that's where I get a lot of like that side of it cuz like I love to I love to be vulnerable with my music. I feel like that's a really cool quality. It's important, it's too. A, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. like, people say that music is your therapy a lot of times, especially when you write it, right? And yeah. So being able to get your feelings out on paper and, yes. like, process yeah. it. I think it's good. It's good for me. It's good for the people that need to hear it. So 
Yeah. It's good for everyone. Yeah, has it helped you through um harder points in your life? Oh yeah. Music? yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Period. Yes. Period. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We won't dig on that. But no, it's okay. I feel like I mean, I can't really like I can't really think of like a specific point where I mean, if I'm angry, I don't typically write songs, but it's more like I I'm angry and then I like, you know, it turns into sadness and then like you reflect on that and then it's like you have something to write about then because you you see it, you process it and you're like now you have a story to go off of. Yeah. And then sometimes I mean like then you can you know in the con- how do I how do I word this like on the opposite side like if you're if you're like a heavy metal person you yeah. know you're just like always like ah, this is the emotion that I'm feeling yeah it's crazy how like um like you ever watched the movie Trolls have you seen Trolls like the Disney one like, like the, the little animated yeah, trolls yeah. right uh, have you watched any of them I've any seen of those movies the first one okay so the other there's like ago. two three and four no I started watching them because um. One night I did mushrooms and it was on the TV. I was like, this is amazing. You're just like, wow, uh, Trolls is life changing. Yeah, no, because so Trolls 3 is like, <laughs> there's different Trolls nations and they're each different music genres. Oh, and like, they kind of all that. have different uh, vibes and emotions that are being put forward and stuff, right? And it it's like, I've never actually seen anything more true to what music is. Because like, depending on how you're feeling and if you have an eclectic taste in music, like... There is a song and a genre for every emotion on the spectrum out there, mm-hmm. right? Like so, yeah. Death metal. It's like if you feel mad and you want, you don't have a punching bag. You can listen to heavy metal music, and sometimes that helps. Mm-hmm. Other times, you can listen to it when you're feeling underempowered. Like you yeah. don't, you like you don't exactly. have anything to stand on. Exactly. The music makes you feel powerful. Stuff like, you know, hip hop. It's just, it's it, like it can be, it can be so many things, and like the. Mm-hmm. The greatest part about all of that is like some people can't do talk therapy, right? They yeah. just it doesn't do anything for them. But yeah. being able to listen to something that helps to pull that emotion out. Yeah. Like John Mayer when you're breaking up as a teenager. John Mayer is a great breakup guy. I haven't listened to much of John Mayer, but oh, oh yeah. my goodness. It's a good maybe thing you haven't. Yeah, it's, a, it's a sad thing. It's yeah. not that good. Oh. <laughs> oh no, I'm kidding. It's it's good. It's just it's kind of dated nowadays. Like yeah. there's a lot of other artists out there who will be able to um emulate the same like yeah 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 Yeah. so what do you what but that's that wraps back to the inspiration though because like i i get inspired a lot about like you know like breakup songs and like love songs like that i mean that's like the most typical like topic but um there's a reason though there is everybody goes through it yeah that's hardship yeah (laughs) that is hardship but um yeah like also the other artists like that are so like Billie eilish we talked about Billie eilish but like also like olivia and like I, there's this new artist that I'm really inspired by right now, Gracie Abrams. I don't know. You probably haven't heard of her, but she's like this upcoming like alt pop artist. So cool. yeah, she, her sound is amazing. She has like this very like, like whispery tone. And like, I love like the, the production behind all of her songs. Nice. It's just so unique. So yeah, Gracie Abrams, Lizzie McAlpine and yeah, Billy and Olivia. Those are like probably my four inspirations. Cool. Yeah. That's a pretty good yeah. repertoire of inspirations. They're all kind of in that yeah. pop genre, but like, yeah. you know, got a little bit of folk and R&B elements and like, that's kind of like, yeah, where I'm, I'm still trying to figure out like, I, I wouldn't like to confine myself to one like genre. I mean, like overall it's like a pop umbrella, but like, I love folk music. Well, I mean, pop music is kind of like ever changing, right? Because it's yeah. whatever is popular at the time, right? Yeah. Like the Beatles were pop, right? Like, and they were they actually? 
Oh yeah. considered pop? Oh, oh yeah. Elvis was pop. Like because it was the pop culture. It was popular culture music, right? Interesting. Yeah. At one time people were calling Metallica pop because they were the number one selling band in the world for like ten straight years. Wow. So they're like, oh. I would have considered all of them like rock. Yeah, well that's yeah. the thing, right? It's like you could call it classic pop rock, but back then mm-hmm. that was the pop music, right? Like Beach Boys <laughs> too, like and that's going way back. But like, yeah, pop is ever changing. That's what's so interesting about it as a genre, is like you can be at any point in time, pop can sound completely different. That's true. Right? That is true. It is ever changing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then they try to like mix it in with all these other things. Like, you know, you listen to Blink 182. I don't, but I've heard. Okay. So they, it was the pop punk days. Blink 182 and even Green Day was called pop punk. It's a, yeah, yeah. But like, it's, um, I think it's a healthy genre to be focusing on, Mainly because, like, it does allow you to still um, appreciate change in artists. Yeah. When in a lot of other ones, like, if, uh, like, I we keep coming back to this, but, like, the, in the metal world, like, if a band decides to go and pivot to, like, a different style of playing, they are just ostracized. Like, the fan base immediately hates on them because it's different. And it's, yeah. like... Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah, you know? I feel like... It's weird because like change is like necessary, but like I feel like a lot of people don't do well with it. Yeah. And then, but it's also really cool because like we need, I think that we need to change like the popular, like the the culture industry. Like I think like oh, yeah. there, there needs to be change. Um, yeah. Yeah. And definitely that's kind of like going with like the vulnerability side. I think there needs to be more of that. And I like commend artists who are like just so raw with their songs. And I'm like, whoa, like you are, that's inspiring to me anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, where where do you plan? Like you said, you're still trying to find your sound, right? Is mm-hmm. that kind of like what you're? So, um, what are you doing to help that? Are you just writing a bunch, or are you like? Going I listen out to, to different... a bunch of artists. I write a bunch of different styles. I work with a bunch of different people, and I see cool. what like hits. And you know, it doesn't have to like confine. Like I go through like phases. Like right now, so I, I feel like the stuff that I have out right now is pretty just like generic alt pop like it's not radio pop it's mm-hmm. more just like alternative it's still poppy still mm-hmm. like got you know um like all night is r&b ish like r&b yep. and like almost like folky because it's a not it's guitar yeah right? it's got a smooth yeah. kind of um almost like a flamenco sound of the guitar because it is an island string that he's picking there, mm-hmm. right? yeah mm-hmm. and it's smooth it's yeah. nice yeah I yeah like yeah it. so like and then the stuff that like is yet to come out very soon i would say is very like sad it's very yeah it's sad girl sad girl girl very very deep deep stuff um probably like the truest form to like me which i'm like i'm excited to share i'm a little nervous to share yeah i think it's like it's very much like when i release it i'll be like hey guys like this is like this is me you know that's Um, exciting that's really cool yeah so like that's the stuff that's coming out and then like after that because you know i'm like i kind of got like over 13 songs ready to go which is crazy because that's like over a year wow. of like a year of like being prepped right because yeah. that's important for marketing i suggest that you create a batch of songs or content and then you like have like six at least six months of like planning and like being ahead of the game so like for me like i'm a little too far in that because like yeah 13 over 13 songs is a lot but like the stuff that's coming out after that that i've planned is like very like indie folk and indie indie folk pop um and then cool. yeah and then after that, it's like I don't know, back back to pop, I guess. Back to back to like radio pop, like fun pop. So that's the cool. stuff that I'm currently working on. Nice. You know, 
Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. But I guess like everything you're kind of just working on. Like, I mean, like I'll have like new ideas all the time for the stuff that like is already done. And mm-hmm. then I'll be like, not that you can go back into the mix of the master, but like, you know, you can change, you, some things. You can you change can some, things some things and, on there, yeah. and change like your branding for the thing, cool. you know? Nice. Yeah. There's um an artist named uh, Beck. Um, he's been around for a long time, but he's one of those people who have like continuously changed his sound. I just listened to his most recent album, and he, it used to be like he was out in like the late '90s, early 2000s. His first records, and they were like kind of, um, I guess kind of like rock folk kind of vibe now. But now his most recent album that came out, it's like straight up synth pop. Like very very synthy and like um, I love synth pop. Oh, it, it's yeah, it's a cool sound too, and it sounds yeah like like um retro modern very pop cool. music. Yeah, it's, it's really neat. Um, that's definitely a. Who is this? His name's Beck. Oh, okay. Highly recommend. Mm. Really cool songs. He's like okay, Beck. yeah, mm-hmm. he, he goes he goes everywhere. He goes everywhere and does everything. It's like that this Swiss Army knife of like uh, music genres. Uh, yeah yeah what do you find like what, where do you want to be in 10 years though like when you come when you go back to toronto after this and you start doing your thing um when that picks up what's going to be a sign for you like is there a, a dream venue for you or a mm. city that you want to play or like and why those are good questions good questions um i can you believe I make them up on the fly? Yeah. No, that's crazy. <laughs> Improv game? None. Oh, no other. <laughs> right? No other. Looking at the champ right here. <laughs> um, But, yeah, no. Wait, five to ten years? Yeah. Let's say let's just say ten. Ten, ten years. Out. I think I think ten's a good number because that's like a whole new version of you at that yeah, point. Yeah. I, I don't even think I can, like, picture that far, to be honest. Like, okay, between, between the five to ten spectrum, I would definitely, like, I would love to play, like, Vancouver like mm-hmm. I would I would love to play like you know okay a starting point is like Vogue theater you know like stuff like that wicked venue yeah Very stuff cool like spot. that I feel like yeah. that's achievable in the next five years yeah like, absolutely. I don't I think that could be achievable same with like similar size venue like in Toronto I actually my first show in Toronto I played the Drake Underground or Drake the the Drake Hotel which is a very famous venue and I was gonna when, ask you about that when yeah. people when people like when I tell people that they're like whoa you just moved here and you played the Drake like it's it's not like an easy venue to get yeah no it's a that's I've even heard about it over here. Like, really? It's, yeah, yeah. It's it's international. Like, people know about the Drake. Oh. Kind of like the Commodore Ballroom here, even. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, oh, also the Commodore Ball- Ballroom. That'd be great. It's a fucking wild place. You know, apparently, yeah. that stage, the the dance floor, used to be supported by like matted horse hair or something. Like, that's oh. how they kept the floor from breaking. In- oh. I know, weird, right? Okay. Well, hopefully, it doesn't break and then all this hair. Like- <laughs> yeah, right. Can I don't imagine? know if it's still supported by that. That'd be crazy. Uh, I don't even, and to be honest, like, that's only shit that I've heard. I It's not like I've gone on the website and Googled, like, yeah, what, yeah. what's underneath the floor at the Commodore Ballroom. <laughs> Turns out there's a bunch That'd of dead people. Chat GBT. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> they know. No. It's part of that that music cult. The Commodore yep. is one of those sacrificial layers. You know? Yeah. <laughs> they bring in Madonna and, like, uh, Bruce Springsteen and stuff, and they sacrifice a child, all that shit. The whole, the whole cabal thing, yep. right? Yeah. Yep. The Commodore Ballroom, guys. I know all about you, Commodore. We're coming for you. Don't you worry. <laughs> still, still hire me though. Yeah, yeah still hire <laughs> still, me. Yeah. Still hire me. Still get me up. Come on, there. let me let me take my podcast on your stage. It'll be great. Yeah, It'll be so much fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So like, those are like things that I feel like in the next five years could be definitely attainable. But like next ten years, 
oh, it would be such a dream to play like Rogers. Oh my god, Rogers. Rogers. Like, just like yeah. yeah, that'd be that'd be a massive dream. I that's like that's just like dream shit, you know. I mean, it's attainable. Like a lot of people play Rogers. You could probably get that, right? We'll see. We'll see. It's definitely, it's definitely a dream. And I think, yeah, I think I don't even know. I don't even know. That's like too cool to like even think about. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's good to see how excited you get about it. it yeah, you're, you're definitely in the right place. Yeah, I definitely like have this dream to like bring people together, especially like in my shows. Like I feel like, as of right now, like. You know, I like to do, like, a lot of, like, engagement with my shows and stuff like that. Like, um, just making people feel good and, like, kind of, like, breaking the fourth wall and, like, you know, like, have them participate and stuff like that. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. Just, you know, get them pumped because, like, at the end of the day, it's their, it's not my show, it's almost their show, you know? Yeah, well, that's... that's just, like, it's not really my, it is my music, but it's, but it's their music. It's their you know? experience. It's their experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's, like, you know... Y- like any good business, you got to provide the value. You got to provide, yeah. the, you gotta provide well the service. Said. Listen to you, eh? <laughs> 18 and already an entrepreneur. That's hilarious. Way to go. It's real. Yeah. yeah. It's, the, it's the it's the school. It's the school? <laughs> this is, I, I do credit TMU Fuck. for that. Maybe I should go take a semester there. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like you're learning some good stuff over there. Thank you. That's but, awesome. Yeah. But you can also, you know, like for anyone who is watching, you could also go on YouTube and like watch this podcast. Oh yeah, you can oh, watch yeah. this podcast. Don't worry, we'll throw the pitches out there at the end of it. They'll yeah. get it. We'll, we'll throw the hashtags up and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, bringing people together is like a dream. Like I feel like at Rogers, like I actually haven't like said this to anyone except my roommate who's out there and my other roommate. And I was like, we were talking about like, you know, all of our dreams like in the future. And I was like saying, yeah, like it would be like so cool to just like be like on stage and then like do something where you're just like. Yeah, like, okay, like, now, like, I want everyone to, like, you know, go say hi to someone and tell them, like, how beautiful they look tonight and, like, stuff like that. And, like, go introduce yourself because, you know, like, it's a lonely city, you know, everyone, like, and I want to bring people together. I feel like that's something that, like, I would have wanted or, like, I would love that experience myself. Mm -hmm. So to, like, be able to, like, kind of, like, um, facilitate that. Like a magic moment at a concert. A magic right? moment, like, yeah. So that's where somebody meets their future husband or whatever. Yeah, right? a future best friend or yeah. just feel like they're not alone in this big city because, like, Vancouver is cliquey as fuck and sometimes yeah. it's really hard to make friends in this city. I hear that a lot about Vancouver. And, like, I, I, like I'm like i from a smaller town called Kamloops up the way. But, mm-hmm. um, like, I moved to Vancouver and, like, I guess it's just because I work in film. Like, I, I, the people I met were just generally all sort of... I guess film's kind of clicky because of the departments and stuff, but I haven't really noticed much. I'm also a little bit more socially introverted than I once was, but like, uh, yeah, I've been, I hear everybody saying about how it's clicky, and I guess yeah. I just, maybe I just haven't been out enough. I've know. noticed it going to Toronto. Actually, yeah. I've noticed that like people are so much more, not so much more, a little bit more open. Like That's it's good. easier to talk to like random people at the bus station or it's just like I find random people at the bus station yeah nice yeah Yeah. or just like I don't know well it's true because that that used to be like a normal thing people didn't like have a phone to hide away on they could like Mm -hmm. you sit at a bus stop and there's someone else there you say hi yeah right it's like you don't just like look at them and just pretend they don't exist right yeah yeah I yeah I don't know that's what I've noticed but maybe maybe it's also placebo because people have said that so I have no idea either way it's real (laughs) placebo effect is a real thing so you know it's that's true that is true actually yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) this is now a talk on placebo the placebo effect psychological effects this isn't a podcast I've just told you it's a podcast enough that you believe it's a podcast now oh this is trippy shit oh my gosh isn't that crazy 
Isn't it blowing your fucking mind right now? <laughs> <laughs> so when you're doing these concerts, though, you said you want to bring people together. Um, do you have any examples of like uh, a show that you were at where that's happened to you? Like any artists or or like concerts? Like the in, in particular, like, the like um, where that's where you've had a magic moment. Oh, at a show. No, actually, no, no. I've I've seen it online. I feel like it's not very common. Um, no, I have not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, that's. I I feel can like if I love the music, I tend to let I tend to be that like lunatic who's like you know like in the nosebleed seats that is just screaming and like saying hi like to everyone it. like oh my god you love this artist too me so too. okay so you are the we magic are... moment is what you're saying in other words someone no else I'm not the like... magic moment but I I love to I I think I'm a little expressive when I really like something yeah there's probably somebody who you were like expressive towards okay. that like then, a concert was like this girl just said hi to me and it was incredible and maybe he remembered that for the rest of his life m- maybe or maybe he's just like damn that's 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 awkward and I don't really yeah. <laughs> like no thank you <laughs> yeah polar opposite could also be yeah. true Especially in today's society, everyone's so <laughs> shut in and like, like everyone's afraid of each other. Especially in Vancouver, they're like, "Yeah, you got your friend group, I got mine." <laughs> yeah, I, it's just so weird to me. I, I don't know. I like I growing up, I never really had a click. Like I was, mm-hmm. I was That's... so ADHD that like I was just constantly bouncing between everybody. That right? is so, so like, relatable. Like, that yeah. is so relatable. Yeah, like yeah. I, I, I've never had a friend group growing up. Actually, yeah, no, I've had like like if if I look at like my friends like in the city, they're like. All over, they're like mm. Quitlam, Burnham, be like Delta, like yeah, like I, it's I, not like North Van or anything. I had like a core group of like five friends that I knew from kindergarten. Each one of them ended up going into like different cliques, I guess. And like for me, it was like I'd I'd go to my classes in the morning, lunchtime. I'd go get high, go to guitar class after that. So I'd be stoners, musicians, and then after school, football practice. So it's good. You're adaptable. Go You're everywhere. adaptable. Yeah. You can fit into any social yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah. It's it was good. at least I was. <laughs> it's a it's a little bit of like a lonely experience, but it's definitely like a good quality when you like are an adult. I think. Yeah, it's helpful for the. That's whole... what I'm telling myself anyway. Because if that if that is not true, I'll be upset. <laughs> it is. You'll be fine. Don't worry. Okay. It, yeah, you'll be great. Okay. It's a great quality. Affirmation. To have. And for for networking, it is the best thing to have. That is also, yeah. And networking yeah. is, as you probably know already, very important. I love networking. To... I, networking is like one of my favorite parts of the job, to yeah. be honest. I love meeting people. You go to any uh, like um, soirees or anything? Like, have you met any people you've been networking soirees. with? Or like, come to this fancy thing we're doing. You'll come meet lots of people. The only like fancy-ish, it's not even like a soiree, but like um, like in the film industry, like Crazy Aids, like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, I cool. did the like, run the last year. Yeah, we the did... galas are so fun. I actually still haven't been to a gal yet. I'm in the Directors Guild, and I still haven't mm. gone to any of their functions or events. And we just had, like, the year-end gala last last week. Yeah. Should have gone. Should have gone. Yeah. I guess not. I guess, like, Yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to pick up on that more. It's it's just weird having to... Or, like, like as, like, an actor. Like, I also I also do some acting. I do have, like, an acting agent. I haven't gotten anything from my from my agent. <laughs> but, mm. but, like, you know, like, the, the events that you get, like, invited to, like, or at least, like... Like, what did I... I won, like, this award. It was called the Joey Award. I think it's, like, a Vancouver... The Joey Award? Jo- it's, uh... I don't know if it's Canada-wide or if it's just Vancouver, but it's for actors. It's for, like, young, upcoming actors. And then I won... It was really weird. I won an award for it, but I really don't think I deserved it. But, okay. I'll take it. Um, well, the- and then, it, you know, like, it was a red carpet event, but I unfortunately missed it because I was... I don't even know what I was doing, but I... But it was. it looked cool. 
cool. It's cool. Like everyone got up and like said their little speech and like they walked down the red carpet. And I was like, that seems like a cool opportunity. Nice. What yeah. kind of what kind of movies do you want to act in? Like, are there any specific styles of movies that you want to like be a part of? I would really like to do horror. Horror films. Cool. Yeah, nice. That'd be really fun. That's they. They are. It'd be a fun set. They are the funnest, the most fun to work on. Have you? Yeah, really? I've, I've worked on a couple of horror movies. Yeah, yeah. I've also worked on a couple of horror series. Oh, you should put my put a word in for me I, in the future. I wish uh, I was. If I was um, networked with any of the casting directors, I would. I'll definitely keep you in mind if I what? ever end up talking to one. Yeah. But I'm an assistant director, so like I like. No, AD is sure. so important. Yeah, yeah. AD's we just so important. The the finding actors part of it is not really a side of it that I'm into though. I'm like, That's true. we're like management essentially, right? Like yeah. we, we make sure everything runs smooth and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's good to work close with cast that way and stuff, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to know what some of the worst sets to work on are though, honestly. Enlighten me. What? Comedies. Really? They're just like not funny. They're, when you're shooting them. It just gets old? Not really, yeah. Well, like, there's, like, a lot of times people are ad-libbing, right? Like, they're just kind of trying to come up with something on the fly. Yeah. So they'll call roll and action on the cameras, and everyone will have to stay quiet while these people at a table, or wherever they are, just throw random comedic lines out there and hope something sticks. Yeah. And, like, you're not allowed to talk, laugh, or anything. And they'll go for, like, 15, 20 minutes. It's like you might as well be doing a five-page monologue. Oh, is that why it's like horrible? Because you want to laugh? Like the crew wants to laugh? Or well, you, whether you want to laugh or not, it's just like you don't usually just keep it rolling for that long. Mm. Usually it's like, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. four or five minutes is a pretty long shot, right? It's a long shot, yeah. right? Yeah, it is. And these guys have it locked down for like 10, 15 where they're just wow. trying to just... get these lines going and stuff. It's, yeah. It's interesting. and that is, That's kind of cool, though, because then you get to pick your best, like, I mean— it was, you have a lot of you got a lot of options to choose from. Yeah, it was it was it was a good experience. It was actually a little disappointing though because I was like, yeah, finally comedy, and then it's like, oh, now yeah. he's good here. But horror movies are cool because like the the special effects make up. You get yeah. to like there's there's all kinds of neat shit. It's just yeah. like you're up. I just wanna I wanna have like crazy wicked makeup and then look in the mirror and then like scare the scare the crap out of me. <laughs> That'd be funny. That'd be funny. And my dream trailer. Yeah. You know, well, <laughs> I'll keep that in mind because we we have had um. A special effects makeup artist on here, and we've also had a couple of writers. We have a lot of people that we could get a little horror film. I actually know someone that I'm having on next week, um, and she's got a couple horror shorts written. So we'll, I'll keep you Very in mind cool. if That's... you want to get some cool fucking ghouly so makeup cool. on or something. That's so like cool. That. Yeah, yeah. I would say like, okay, well, horror is horror would be fun. I also like you know like just like big, big impactful movies. I can't really think of one off the top of my head, but you know, just like stuff like that. That'd be cool. Mm. Like, um, yeah, I can't think of one either, actually, as far as... Barbie. No, because don't short sell that. It is impactful. It that is was huge. So, that it is so impactful, but... Yeah. Big on the culture right there. Yeah. Oppenheimer, I guess, was also big. And like, it was it was big. I wouldn't act on Oppenheimer or Oppenheimer. I don't know how you pronounce it. A Christopher Nolan flick. Is they're, they're heavyweight movies. Those are like... Yeah, it was really long. Yes. But it was... I, it, it did lose me a little bit, to uh-huh. be completely honest, but... It was still a good bonding time with my parents who really enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, what did your, did your, were your parents always supportive of you being a musician? Of like going into yeah. the arts and stuff? Really? Yeah. So both my parents are accountants, which is so wild because they have no musical experience, no musical anything. Like even like both sides of like my family, like my extended family, like no one's musical. I have, n- there's, yeah, it's crazy. I was just like that off person. And I think it was like, 
yeah, it was really cool when like they were like, yeah, like go for it. And I think when they started to see me take it seriously was when they were like more in for it as well. Like, I mean, they were the ones that like put me into like piano lessons yeah. and vocal lessons, but they saw that I enjoyed it and clearly like loved doing it on stage and was hopefully pretty good at it. So they were like, <laughs> okay, okay, I see you. You know, do you, do you do some dancing too and stuff then, or I I I can dance. I wouldn't can say dance? I can dance. Um, I really. Like, I did it for, like, my San Diego music video, and I like to do, like, drop-in classes at Harbor. I don't know if you know Harbor Studios. Yeah. It's downtown. Yeah, I like yeah. to do, like, those, like, drop-in hip-hop classes. So, like, it's, like, a, it's a fun outlet. N- never would I ever want to be a dancer. Like, I commend dancers. My roommate's a dancer. She's amazing, but, like. It's a fucking hard line of work, too. It is. Like, it is. It's, like, kind of like being a musician, except, like, I feel like dancers get hired casting. less for performances than musicians do, even. So you gotta be Wait, sorry, a, say that again. Like dancers, in my experience, I've seen a lot more shows where there's musicians rather than dancers, right? Like, yeah. there's like, there are like, don't get me wrong, you sell out a big theater with like a whole dance routine and stuff, but like, yeah. considering how many dancers there are in the world, yeah. it's like, it's a tough career, mm-hmm. you know? Like, people, like, like Jabberwockies from So You Think You Can Dance. I don't know if you ever, did you ever see them on that I show? I never watched So You Think You Can Dance, but was, I mean, I've seen a couple episodes of so they were like huge for about two years after they won, and now like I, I think they're just like a regular, doing gigs kind of dance group. That's dope. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, I like dance. Like I like that I can dance. I think it's like important to have like some dance skill in the arts. Like I mean, in the future, like if I did play like stadiums like Rogers and stuff like that, like to have like some choreographed number would be dope. You know, well, especially if you're gonna be a pop artist, right? Yeah. Like they, like those are just so fun to watch. Yeah. They're so fun to watch. Hundred oh, percent, man. Yeah. Who do you think is the best example of that? Taylor Swift. Yeah, I'm, you're, I mean, I can't Taylor argue with that considering the literal like. Um, I love Taylor Swift though, and she's my and, huge. and Megan's a diehard Taylor Swift fan. Like we've been listening to so much Taylor Swift, but it's yeah, she's she's amazing. Have you have you seen like the Eras movie? I haven't watched it. No, it is no. so good. My it wife is, is huge into Taylor Swift. Mind either. blowing! Oh my goodness, it's mind blowing. I heard that um, when she played at L.A., the whole arena was sold out and. The crowd jumping actually registered like a 4.2 magnitude on the Richter scale, like a fucking earthquake scale. Like people could actually like, they could pick it up on the sensors. Because like wow. there's like, fuck it, what is it? What's the total seating for the LA arena? I think it's like, what, 90,000 people or something. It's huge. Everyone jumping in unison. Like can you imagine that? That much weight? That's crazy. No, that's a, that's crazy. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people. She could have her own cult if she really tried. Like I think she does. I think she already has her like yeah. like Swift Army. The Swift, yeah, yeah, I the guess Swift so. There is she's, a Swift Army. The, yeah, <laughs> and I think like she. I mean, she's such an impactful person. Like even in the music industry, like it's like she's she's made a lot of changes. So I mean, a positive cult. Yeah, a positive cult. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she's definitely been like the least uh, controversial one too, which has been kind of nice. Like I don't ever have to read about how. Taylor Swift said this or that or whatever, yeah. and everybody. She's always like, been like polite and neutral, and I think that's a great, it's yeah. a great influence. I mean, yeah. people try to give her shit for being neutral for a long time too. It's like, yeah. no, she doesn't want to pick a side. Let her not pick a side. Like, don't yeah. be a dick. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> kind of wild, man. So I, are, agree. I think I think it takes a lot of like skill to do that, though. Like, I don't like. I mean, everyone oh, has an opinion, hundred percent. But to remain neutral and like stay and neutral stay calm that, and stay. Yeah. I mean, the I mean, there was like this one thing in her documentary that she like you know like had to speak up about politics, but that was you know she was passionate, and I don't blame her. I would probably do the same thing if I was like, this is the right decision, and she does have influence. So 
Yeah. I mean, when you when you need to use it. When you need you to use it. Should, yeah. 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 Use it for the right reasons. <laughs> use it for the right reasons. But yeah. Where do you want to go after Toronto? Once you're done this whole crazy thing, are you going to keep on trying to play in Canada? Or are you hoping to go down to the States? That's a good question. I I don't know if, like, I mean, the States always has, like, good opportunity, but it, it's... Yeah, it's the States. It's I the know. States. Yeah. I, I really like Canada. I really like Canada. I don't see, I see myself living in Canada. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, like, maybe I do, like, a year out there or see what happens, you know? I mean, the UK's got a pretty huge music scene too. Mm, the UK would be fun. Actually, I would. I would so prefer going to the UK the for an amount like, of time yeah. than yeah, yeah. London music scene is fucking popping. Yeah, has been for a long yeah. time. Yeah, right? I actually collaborated with a London artist on one of my songs, and it was cool because he worked with Sony recently. Oh, so I cool. was like, that is that's sick. That's yeah. really cool. Good for you. That's yeah. a behemoth of a label right there, Sony. Jesus, yeah. they're huge. I mean, obviously, that's like stating this wall is and actually colors, like in but... one of my networking endeavors i did actually get into contact with someone who worked there for 11 years which is really cool because now we're nice it is it is a cool opportunity but like you know you can't get your hopes up can't it's just it's just a connection you know sounds like you're networking networking, networking I, I tell you networking thing. is key networking is key this university has really helped you with that i guess is did this you... is a non-university thing really this, this is me just like finding random shit and like pursuing it and even going by myself hustling it is the hustle. Nice. Yeah. Got to respect the hustle. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Very cool. But well, yeah, London. Yeah, London's cool. Have you found any, uh, like, what's your favorite part of Toronto so far? Like, I mean, like, aside from, like, the music thing, like, is there, mm -hmm. like, a uh, particular kind of food you've been able to indulge in or anything? The like Vancouver that? food scene is so much better. Really? I think so. Well, I mean, I, yeah. Vancouver's known for its food, though. That's so, true. like, yeah. Um, but... I mean, yeah, Toronto has a great arts culture, not just for music. It's just very vibrant. Um, well, it's like about 50 kilometers from New York, practically, right? Yeah. It's like right yeah. there. I have yet to go to Niagara Falls. I really want to do that. Um, Distillery District's really beautiful. There's a bunch of just like suburbs that I like as well, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't honestly explored too much of it, but yeah. Okay. So you're you're just getting into university. Um are there any hopes as far as like um, the type of people you're going to hope to meet, like meet throughout this? Are there certain roles that you're hoping to have um, come into your life from other people to help you with your career? Like, are there like, yeah? I mean, it's great because like it's like you know like the university is very creative and like I've been getting in contact with like the newspaper of the school and the radio stations of the school and hopefully like those just like little skills that you should build like. I would love to, like, see, like, those environments and then meet those people and see what they have to offer. But then, like, yeah, other than that, I don't know. I just, I want to join more clubs. <laughs> more I mean, clubs. If I, if, cool. I have, if I have the time, I would love to join more clubs. What kind of, what, which clubs would you like to be a part of? Or just, like, maybe not clubs, but, like, just, like, the drop-ins that, like, the, our, like, athletic center has. Like, these, like, drop-in dance classes, drop-in, like, they what do they have? Like, I would do yoga. Nice. I would, yeah, just, like, stuff like that. Um... But fuck yeah, it keeps you stimulated, yeah. you know, doing all these, doing the different things, it, you know, the intramural volleyball. I love volleyball. Volleyball nice. is really, really fun. Nice. Um, yeah, just like stuff like that. I just want to like get people are great. People are great. <laughs> so you just want to get around more people. Uh, yeah. Try new things. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's really good. You know, it's, it's 
go out and learn something from somebody. And I've, like, every time, like, I go to the gym, or not every time I go to the gym, but, like, if I meet someone and they express interest, like, I mean, it's just, like, basic, like, conversation skill, or conversation skill. But, like, when you, when someone expresses, like, an interest in something, I'll be, like, oh, like, I want to learn how to do that. Like, teach me how to do that, you know? Like, someone will be, like, a gym rat, and I'll be, like, you know, like, I kind of suck. I I don't suck at going to the gym, but you know what I mean? Like, you can be my gym buddy and teach me, teach me shit, you know? I very much resonate with that yeah. sentiment. I the same thing. I I before I got into film, I had twenty two jobs, and every one of those jobs I got into because I wanted to learn what they were doing. And That's like, such a good skill. And then now you're like versatile and like yeah, so I mean, many like, things. You know, and now I, you can teach people them. Yeah, like I'm, to a, whatever, how basic degree or whatever. Yeah, master of none, jack of all. Like you know, I can yeah, do, I can do a little bit of everything, which has been awesome. And it's it's because of being willing to meet more people yeah. like that, right? That's definitely what I want to do in like, the arts. Like, same with, like, acting and film and music. Yeah. Like, it's all creative. It's all, like, I want to, like, integrate all of them. I try to integrate all of them, and I think Fuck that's yeah. really cool. But, yeah, like, learning, like, little skills like that would be... Well, that's... I mean, it's kind of the spice of life, right? Yeah. Like, you, you, you meet people who do things that you think look cool, and you're like, would you show me how to do that? Yeah. And, I mean, it, I, I feel like... Like, I'm going to say ADHD, but I feel like pretty much everybody from like my generation and the ones after have like a different structured attention span, Mm -hmm. you know, like maybe it's because we grew up with like video and all this other shit, like, you know, TikTok and whatever else now. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, we're just so used to going from this, to this, to this, to this, to this, to this, and like always all these different directions. So, um, yeah, we definitely get pulled everywhere. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it 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 almost helps you be more willing to experience like the the full birth of life, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. It's there's so uh, I was literally talking to my therapist about this, with, like how I wanted to do so many things, yep. in such little time. Like there's we can't we just can't do everything, and that's like that's ultimately called decision making and choices but um (laughs) (laughs) one i i'm so indecisive and i don't like making decisions but you know yeah there's so much there's so much i want to do like i want to live like the country lifestyle and live rurally and i also want to live the big city lifestyle and i want to i want to be a chef i can't cook but you know like cooking is a great one to do it like if fucking knowing how to make good food is like if someone wants to teach me how to cook that'd be i can i can teach you i can teach you how to cook i'm not a chef but i've I teach you how to cook, teach you how to meal time. prep, like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do the meal prep thing. I, I Something about uh, <clears throat> microwave heating my food after I've made it fresh is just, it feels wrong. Oh, really? Yeah. I, really? I, yeah. I, That's I, how I, university it's been. It's been buying frozen food, oh, yeah. shoving it in the microwave, and then being like, ah, dinner. <laughs> frozen broccoli and ramen noodles. Fuck yeah. That's the student diet. I Yes. My, uh, my you maybe like boil an egg and put that in there, but you know if you have the oh, time you're getting fancy with it, yeah, you get fancy with it, yeah, hell yeah, a little bit. Of, if, if you really want to go like five star ramen noodles, you yeah. take a little green onion, and you yeah, on yes, too, right? fuck yeah, that's, that's where it's sprinkle. at. Yeah, yeah, I'm your like university chef couture like, like. <laughs> in my dorm room kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you just salt bay a little bit of cayenne pepper on there. Yeah, right? full cuisine. Yeah, Gordon Ramsay has nothing on me. There's a Ramsey Burger in town. Speaking of which, did you mm. know that? Mm-mm. I guess he does. He has a burger restaurant, um, like a chain, and they just opened one at the Hard Rock Casino down on like uh, by Coquitlam there. But all I'm hearing is that it's like astoundingly underwhelming. That like the burgers really are not that great. Really? I got like a three star review on really? Google. Yeah, oh, yeah, maybe we'll have to try that out. 
Right. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to try that out. Like a crew rap party. We'll try out the Gordon Ramsay. I don't know if I want to. I feel like if I if I eat a burger with Gordon Ramsay's name on the restaurant yeah. and I think to myself, Red Robin's better, it's just going to ruin Gordon Ramsay for me. That is true. You know, but he's such a... Well, Gordon, Gordon Ramsay isn't the one cooking the burger. It's, it's true. this, you it's know, true. chain of yeah. people who made... They're his recipes, though, right? And Yeah, that's true. That is true. Right? Oh, well... You never know. Maybe it'll be astounding, and maybe you're right. It might just blow my mind. Yeah, it It might might just just, be so wicked. It'll yeah, yeah. Are there any celebrity chefs that you were like into when you were younger? Like you said, Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Ramsay. I loved. Oh no, what was that? What's that show? It's not Hell's Kitchen. Um, Kitchen Nightmares. No, no. Oh, what is the name of that? Master Chef. Master Chef. Yes, it was Master Chef and Master Chef Kids. Because yep. when I watched it, when He's... I was a kid, I was like, these kids who are, like, my age or younger than me are making gourmet stuff while I, like, yeah. you know. Um, microwave my pizza micro- pop. Microwave my pizza pop. Yeah. If that's even, I don't even know if you do that. I don't think you microwave. Do you microwave pizza pops? Yeah. Oh, I don't, I've never had, like, many pizza pops in my life. I've had, like, one. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. that's fine. I used to live off those when I was younger. Fuck, <laughs> it's just unreal. They're really not that good either. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Bourdain? Do you know any of no, no, I don't. Do yourself a favor. Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, I I have a few names that I need to research. Anthony Bourdain Beck. Anthony people. Anthony Bourdain will be the most important one out of all of them. He's not with us anymore, but oh. he was just. It, he's got this book called Kif- Kitchen Confidential, where he talks about the whole like subgenre, like subculture of chefs. People didn't know that chefs lived like rock stars until this book came out. Mm-hmm. Essentially, it was kind of like a well-kept secret. But he's got these other shows, and, like, he goes in and, you know, he he knows, like, a, a big chef in each one of these cities. But he the way he writes and talks about the cities that he's in and the food that he's eating and the music and the drink and everything is just, like, a full half hour of absolute poetry. And wow. it, it's fucking beautiful. And, oh. like, when he passed away, it's the only celebrity... Of any kind that I've ever actually shed a tear for when they pass away. Because, like, his, it's just, it's amazing. I'm going to start getting all emotional about it myself right now, just talking about it. It's a wild thing. But, um, (laughs) fuck me. (laughs) Jesus. Actually, that's so nice. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, there's certain things like music and stuff that, like, really get you through, like, some tough times. And I used to be able to watch his show, No No Reservations, and just be like, taken away from whatever I was in and like just well that's your inspiration that's so cool oh yeah Yeah. that's why I liked cooking as much as I did I mean I took three years of it in high school I haven't taken any like university cooking or anything but like it's just it's another form of creation right you're you're jamming with smells and sounds and spices and like and like flavors and the sizzle of the pan and stuff and like Except my fucking... my knowledge of integrating ingredients is not very it's not very good. I don't. You, know all you really those... have to go by is colors, honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For yeah. the most part, as long okay. as you're sticking in like the same like region that you're cooking in, like it's yeah. There's like purple and yellow might not go together, but well, maybe I don't well, know. Eggplant and a yellow Lemon. bell pepper, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. You know there's a yeah. The it's color a palette of food. Yeah, yeah. We're getting <laughs> off on a tangent here, though. Um, tell me something else interesting. Just tell me some fun fact about you. What's something Ooh, that we haven't talked about yet? I've, I've figure skated for 12 years of my life. And then people, people didn't know that. And then I posted it on my story. And the, and I got, like, maybe, like, 20, 30 story replies being, like, what the heck? You you figure skate? And I'm like, not very good. But it was it's 
it's enough to like you know can you like, can you jump spin in the air and yeah. land it and then have the one leg out while you're landing yes okay so you're better than like 90 percent of other people at figure skating i mean then the general public i have like a basic yeah but like for figure skaters like you know like my my prior coaches watching they're probably like what the hell was that for him <laughs> like do you uh i don't know if i can do that anymore it's called like the axle you probably heard of yeah, the yeah. axle yeah like Axel's like one and a half rotation, then you land it, and then like then you go into the doubles, like double sow, double toe, double I don't know, don't know, double flip and like all double loop and all of these like and then that's two rotations and then you go into your double axle, which is two and a half. Mm-hmm. So I was like worked I worked up to like the end of my doubles. No, I was never enough to go into like my double axle, even though I've tried it on like what we call harness, you know, and like coaches like wow. hold this like pole and then it like what? wraps around your waist and then they lift you so it gives you height and it's like a, it's like to build it's like to build a skater's confidence to be able to do it off the harness okay it's like a trial thing but yeah i did a double axle i was like that's like the wildest shit like no no <laughs> that's some crazy shit though but like, yeah who are your coach like did you go to did you practice out here or, i like, did i went to a club it's called the vancouver skating club did you anime, yeah how long ago did you stop um, when I moved to the so grade ten, I guess like when I moved to the island because I didn't have an ice rink there, and I was like, "Well, that's the end of my skating career. I was never going to be an Olympian anyway." But if I <laughs> were any of your coaches named Sequoia or Cedar, no, no, okay. There's that my my wife or cousin Sequoia. She's married to a guy named Cedar, and they're both figure skating coaches. Oh, interesting. I think they're at the Vancouver skating club now, but I really? think they were on the island before, like out in Victoria. Oh. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. Yeah, that's a that's a random fact. Yeah, I know. It's, I'm full of them. That's the, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Being a bit of an that would be a dream to do a music video or some film on the ice. I would love to do that. That'd be really cool. You gotta you gotta hire your team to be able to like wear grippers or like some yeah. sort of like be able to. Skate. You might be onto something there. Actually. Would, that'd be cool as I hell. I would really want to do that. That'd nice. be that'd be so fun. Ricardo, take notes. Yeah, Ricardo. Potential uh, <laughs> figure Carl. skating action reel coming up here. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be so good. Yeah. What movies have inspired you to get into acting? Like, what have what have you seen that really, really? I guess we already talked about that, though, didn't we? Which one? Into acting? Yeah, yeah. Like when you went into acting, I guess you said you like horror movies and stuff. But you never really gave me any specific names except for Barbie. What's your favorite horror film? Um, favorite horror film. I don't, like, watch, like, them, like, a lot. Like, I yeah. would... I'm trying to think of, like, a series that I've, like... It's okay. I'll have a lot more, like, yeah, separately I don't, I don't know. I don't random know. topic questions. It's kind of how my whole attention span works. It's yeah. the deficit <laughs> thing. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your dentist? Oh! Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I have an appointment in a couple of days. I don't know his name, because, like... It's... <laughs> I don't know his name. That's okay. You don't need to you know. know his you name. know what's funny when you go to the dentist and they just like ask you a bunch of shit and you're like, oh, you yeah. can't like you can't. <laughs> Why are they asking? Like, what? It- I. It's like they think you can answer in sign language. With yeah. One hand or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. I wasn't actually serious about the dentist thing. Yeah. It's fucking great. It's just it, it, when you're writing and directing and and like uh, trying to act and try and being a, a singer and performer and like doing all these other things, I feel like it's only appropriate to be asking like random. No, oh, who's everywhere. your dentist? Like, at the end of the day, yeah. Yeah, that's at- the thing that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Is your healthcare okay? Because we got free, we got free healthcare. So, yeah, yeah. Don't don't say that too much. The 
Americans down south might get jealous. Oh, they might just relegate this whole thing to specifically no. Canadian well, at least, content. But at least you've made it this far in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no shit. This is when they click off. Yeah, this is, this is where you can go now. Uh, we're hitting an hour mark, though, so I'm going oh, to crazy. cut this off real quick. Yeah. Uh, we can use a washroom break. and uh, Maybe we can do some piano stuff. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Would you like to? I was actually going to say I need to. I need to use the washroom. That's it. Perfect. Um, do you want to actually? Do you want to just go straight into musical after this? Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Cool. Let's do that. All right. Is there any last minute random questions that you we can like speed run? No. Okay. Uh. Yeah. La- random. Last like one minute. word. Like no tangent. Anything that comes straight from the brain. How okay, about we? Yeah, each, how about yeah. we each do it to each other? Okay. Yeah. Let's okay. go. You go okay. first. You go first. Okay. Um. <laughs> Okay, wait, hold on. <laughs> Favorite food? Pork belly. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, favorite smell? Is this weird? I really like the smell of gasoline. I just thought of that. No, not at all. That's one of my favorites, too. Gasoline. I gas literally station. was, we, I was just talking about that like the other night, day. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Um, ooh. Um, favorite book genre? I have a reading disability. <laughs> the Deficit <laughs> Podcast. Uh, I mean, I have... It's the picture one. I guess I could... The you picture, could say, the comic. Like, uh, comics? I do read comics. The picture comics yeah. are like one word. Yeah, just like the one word ones. Yeah, the, the really big ones. I just I just look at it for the pictures. <laughs> no, like I can read, but like, I just uh, I had a hard time reading when I was younger. Yeah. Comic books work pretty well. Uh, yeah. I've been reading The Tao of Pooh, which is a Winnie the Pooh. Uh, it's a... It's a um, an author is using Winnie the Pooh as the prime example for the principles of Taoism, which is like. Mm. Uh, I'm also reading a Winnie Pooh, Winnie the Pooh book. Um, it's a mindfulness thing. I don't well, know if it it's the same author. Oh, might be the same author. Okay, well, know. Winnie the Pooh is. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Okay, you go. Okay, no, that was my that was my question. That was your wasn't it? Okay. Um. 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 We kind of suck at this. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite genre. Of can't say pop. Oh, indie folk. Indie folk. Actually, cool. that's what I listen to the most. Indie folk. Indie folk. Shaky Graves. Oh, um, Noah Khan. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Noah Khan, Bonnie Vare. Bonnie Vare. Bonnie Vare. Um, Novo Amor. If that's how you pronounce it. Um, yeah. There's some. I'm. I'm also getting into country too. So, I don't know if that's controversial, but you know. Oh, that's it, what happens it, when you go to a small island or a small town for a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Country's coming back with a vengeance, too. It's I know. Really, it's really kicking off. It's, it's awesome. It is awesome. Favorite drink? Alcoholic. Uh, whiskey. I don't know if I can ask that. No, but, you can. Yeah. Okay. Whiskey. Uh, preferably bourbon or like a scotch, but not a, not a peaty scotch. Whiskey. That's so so random and, and not... Wouldn't, like, what, are you specific? Or are you, like, no, that's like, it's not... It's, it's, it's whiskey. I thought you said you were getting more into country. I thought you'd be stoked on that. I, <laughs> that is true, actually. No. Um, but we, your... like, we like the country music. Uh-huh. We don't like... I don't know if the country food lifestyle... I don't know. Yeah. Country lifestyle is pretty good. Out in Canvas, there's a pretty big country scene. Yes. And yeah, that's right. Summertime by the lake. Yeah. Country music. Whiskey yeah. beer. Not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a bad time. What about you? Favorite alcoholic beverage. Favorite alcoholic beverage. You can't even drink I, it. I can't even. I can't even. I don't know if I can answer this right. Yeah, like on camera. Save yourself the issue. Yeah, yeah don't, save my. Don't bother <laughs> with that. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll switch that up to um, uh, favorite season and why. Favorite season and why mm. favorite season would probably be 
the between spring and summer, like the May, the May, June. Nice. That's yeah. like peak green. Everything's peak, yeah, yeah, that's why. That's why I feel like it's just so it's so like life full. Life life. Lifeful. Lifeful. I made up a new word. Dictionary take notes <laughs> of um Oxford. <laughs> okay. That I think is where we're gonna cut her. It's been just random enough to call this a deficit episode, so that's that's great. <laughs> Thanks everyone for watching. My name's Adam you. Aubrey on the deficit. This is Thanks for having me. Go ahead and show uh throw your shout outs. Like you gotta uh you can find my music um, on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere really under Christina Kennedy. And then my socials, Instagram, underscore Christina Kennedy is where I'm the most active. And YouTube, where I post my YouTube videos is Christina Kennedy. But that's only if you, yeah, if you want. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to be back with a musical performance from Christina Kennedy. Ooh. She's going to rock out some keys for us and show us some of her beautiful sad girl indie pop. <laughs> It'll be wonderful. <laughs> It's going to be awesome. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you. Like and subscribe. We'll see you guys later. Thank you, guys. Shit, we went.
through wasn't for free I'm learning all the lessons Me, shit ain't for free You taught me, taught me was the simplest thing And I look back at the times When we were too scared to cry Now I just want to cry in your arms It's so I'm learning all the lessons